Take 97. It has been quite some time since I've done a Tino take. It's been quite some time since I've done a SmartCast. Things have really slowed down lately for personal reasons as well as for organizational reasons. When I begin to when I begin to make a shift into something new and I'm not really I'm not really grounded in that that newness then what happens is is that I start to really strip down all of the other activities to determine what's essential and where my focus can go because I'm the type of person that does not like to focus on too many things at once in fact because of my nature and how I am, I really should be focusing on one thing at a time, which is not always easy. But anyway, we have a and we have an interesting lineup today. Uh, DTube, the multi-blockchain, multi-platform platform. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to, whether to end it with platform or app. The multi-blockchain, multi-platform app. Nah. I kind of like the the platform platform kind of thing. So DTube, the multi blockchain, multi platform platform. Then we have One Love, the multi blockchain, multi platform community. And then we have the Blurtopian experiment, utopian or dystopian. I've been on DTube for a while now, and I'm really happy about that because. The concept of smart casting, uh, I came up with that years ago, probably, uh, yeah, probably about three years ago. I think three years have gone by now already. And so I'm really happy that I'm still able to do this smart casting. I'm still, I'm happy that I still have places where I can publish these smart casts and get feedback and, you know, and get rewarded, get rewarded, get rewarded for these smart casts. So DTube has really been progressing. Um, there's still a lot that needs to be worked out. There's still a lot of glitches, but DTube is, uh, has been for a long time, a multi-blockchain, multi-platform platform. But the reason why I want to highlight it now is because we've gone to a whole new level by including the blurt blog platform blockchain has been incorporated into the publishing features of DTube. Now, for those of you who are in other areas, DTube is a video sharing platform that also allows you to automatically publish on blogging platforms, blockchain platforms, because DTube is also a blockchain platform. And so you, you, we're now finding ourselves with a multi blockchain, multi platform application. This DTube platform now uh, takes things to a whole new level because those of us who are content creators, right? Because I'm, I'm shifting away now from the mentality of these kind of delegated proof of stake systems that have been created and I'm, I'm 
orienting and gearing my thoughts more towards the idea of a content creator. That doesn't mean that I'm going to shift away or not take into consideration cryptocurrency, blockchain, and what all that means. But as a content creator, it is really nice when you can put together content and then have that content be published in the most places possible. You see, there's this kind of culture now that has evolved mostly mostly between steam and hive in which there's this idea that you should if you're going to post something on one you shouldn't be posting the same thing on the other it's kind of like it's kind of like people have taken on the attitude of saying well you can't get paid from two places for the same thing <laughs> you know what's interesting these same people would be the very same people who would post something up and then want to share it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and, and LinkedIn and, and all of these different places. Why? Because they want to get as much exposure to whatever it is that they've published. And yet when thinking of the concept, okay, I want to create something and I want to have it published on DTube, steam it, blurt and hive. What changes? What what makes it different? Why should we take on this ideology or mentality of saying you can only get paid in one place? You can only get rewarded in one place. And so I think DTube, DTube doesn't have that mentality because plain and simple, DTube allows you to post simultaneously on four platforms. So the future of these systems, these systems that have evolved out of the delegated proof of stake model, um, DTube is at the forefront. DTube may not have the most popular coin. DTube might not, might not have the, the most, the, the highest market cap. DTube may not have the highest user base, but DTube has the future model of what we should be looking for as content creators. Put aside developers, put aside investors, um, put aside, we as content creators want to have a multi-platform approach. And so DTube has now taken the next step, an exciting step, and, and um, well, this has created, see, this is why I said now I'm, my activities have slowed down because what I want to do now is I want to be able to manage all of these platforms using one platform, using one app. And uh, guess who's giving me that option? DTube. Now, um, I'm going to talk in a moment about in a moment about the One Love community. The One Love community uh, has an uploader, the One Love uploader. That is also a multi-blockchain, multi-platform application. However, as far as I know, at the moment, it, it does not include Blurt. And not only that, but it has a complicated logging in system. But maybe I'll talk about that in a moment. Let me get back to DTube because not only does DTube allow me to um, broadcast across four blockchains, publish across four platforms, but it also allows me to continue to interact with those people who are on those different platforms. So if I publish a video, I make this smart cast, 
I publish it on DTube. I have the options selected in the settings set so that I can publish on all four blockchains. Now, somebody on Blurt checks out my SmartCast. Oh, the T don't take. Uh, the T don't take the Blurtopian experience or, or experiment. You know, it's talking about Blurt. Let me have a listen. Oh, okay. Let me let me leave a comment. What DTube also allows is that if there's a, a, a person on Blurt that then responds to this Tino take by leaving a comment on Blurt, that comment appears and gets published on DTube. It gets pulled from the blockchain, from the Blurt blockchain, and it gets published published on the DTube platform where I, underneath my video, will be able to... Uh, Vote that comment and respond to that comment. Now, at the same time, somebody from over from Hive may want to leave a comment. Somebody from Steam may want to leave a comment. Or somebody simply from DTube may want to leave a comment. And if that person is logged into all four accounts, then that comment will go across all four blockchains. So it is. this is very, very exciting. I mean, for those who are on Steamit, Hive, or Blurt, you, you can't appreciate this because... You have a culture that, in fact, doesn't even allow you to doesn't even uh, doesn't even allow you to multi uh, to do multiple posts in different communities. In the case of Steemit, now Blurt doesn't have communities, and from what I understand, I think Hive has now incorporated a system that allows you to cross post within different communities. So you can't really appreciate because most people on Hive are not interested in. In uh, those who are anti-Steam are not interested in publishing on Hive. Those who are on Steam that are anti-Hive are not interested in publishing. A lot of people who don't even know about Blurt. You understand what I'm saying? You, tr you, you understand what I'm trying to get to here? Even developers, the idea of having a multi-blockchain app is something that developers like to think about. But then with this kind of atmosphere, it never gets done. Good thing that... um. Uh, the Blurtopians, I suppose you want to call them, the Blurters, um, took the initiative to make an effort to see if they could get Blurt onto the DTube, uh, onto the DTube, and they did it. It's great. Um, there's still a little bit of problems because I believe that the chain is slow, and so there's sometimes there's problems where transactions don't go, or maybe um, it doesn't get posted up on Blurt, but. It's something that is in prog in the progress. It's something that uh, just recently took place, so it's still new. Uh, I'm messing around with it, voting, commenting, getting to know Blurred a little bit more. But most importantly, um, I have this kind of new perspective, and it's slowing me down because I want to ease into it. And with this new perspective, I am on. DTube managing four blockchains, four wallets, four platforms. And it is, that's pretty exciting. Remember, as a content creator, you want to be able to distribute your content to as many platforms as possible and hence, hopefully, broaden your audience. Of course, you also want to have redundancies so that if you have a problem with one platform, you can go to another platform. Now, um, in written form, in blog form, we have the four blogs. And in, in, in the listening form, I have uh, also Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, 
um, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, all of this. Why? Because Anchor, for those of you who are not familiar, Anchor.fm is a podcast hosting site. It's free. Um, it belongs to Spotify, so it's kind of uh, like a subsidiary. It's kind of like um, it's an extension of Spotify covering the world of podcast. But much like DTube, when I post up on DTube, I'm posting across multiple platforms. So my posting up of this smartcast on DTube allows me to have it on DTube, Steemit, Blurt, and PeakD, which is... Uh, a front end for the Hive blockchain. Now, that's one place where I get where I publish. Then I publish on Anchor.fm, and Anchor.fm is an app which is a multi-platform app as well. So just by me publishing on Anchor, it automatically publishes on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. Google Podcasts, and I think there are several others that I decided not to go into um, because it just required setting up uh, other accounts, and I just didn't really want to go into that. What's comfortable is I upload and post on one app, and then that gets distributed out to other apps. That is the future. That is absolutely the future. With DTube, the only thing, you know... uh, I think that if DTube were to incorporate blog, a blog, um, I think it would just kind of, it would, um, it would render Steemit, Blurt, and Hive, it would render them um, inferior because you have the video content that can be put up. I think that, I think that if DTube created their front end and created their the user interface to look a little bit more like a blog then uh i think that it would it would it would far surpass the the usefulness quality and the ability of content creators who use video to be able to build up a stronger audience i think with the page those of you who are familiar with the dtube page your personal page i think that when you have a video and I've talked to, and I asked about this in the Discord channel a long time ago, and uh, I had a little bit of back and forth with Dookie about it, about uh, my idea of making DTube a little bit more blog-like. So the idea would be that much like on the other three platforms, you have a, a markdown section where you can write in markdown and some HTML, and you can kind of dress up your post. I think that the the same exact you see when you're when you're going to post up a video on DTube you upload your video you get your title you get your description you put in your tag and then uh your thumbnail and underneath of that you have a section where you can put the markdown code if you are planning on uh, posting on any of the other three platforms or all three and you have this section where you can write in what you want the markdown code to be so that you you know so that it will appear on the steam i think that that markdown code should should also appear in dtube just like it appears on steam it just like it appears on peak d just just like it appears on blurt blog it should appear also on dtube right under the video 
I think they have, they should have the video at the top, uh, the voting system underneath, and then the actual post, that which is being posted up on the other blogs should go right underneath it instead of having, uh, all of the suggested videos. I think that should be removed and you should have your post with all of your descriptions and photos or whatever it is that you want to put like a normal post that you do on the other platforms, on the blogging platforms. And then just after that, you have your comment section. Then off to the side, you have all all of your other videos that are suggested, the suggested videos. I would even go even further to make another modification so that um, instead of being having some kind of algorithm that searches for similar titles and descriptions off to the side, I think that sidebar off that off to the side, um, off to the right, I think that should be filled with a sharing mechanism so that you can share other people's posts, you can share other people's um, videos, and it would appear, appear on the sideline there. Your videos, your previous videos that you've published, uh, much like the blog feature in, um, just much like the blog feature on Blurt, which is the old, the old Steemit, where you have your blog consist of whatever it is you publish and whatever it is that you share that other people publish. So I think that off to the side there, that would be an excellent place to have all of your videos in order, in chronological order and the videos that you share from other users and, you know, to incorporate and create within DTube uh, a sharing mechanism that would allow you to share other people's videos from DTube and then it would come off on the sidebar. I think that would uh, cause a lot of people to gravitate in. And then um, it's supposed to be, it is a video sharing platform. So, I don't know if it would be, I don't know if it would be wise. I don't think it would be wise because it would kind of defeat the purpose to have uh, an option not to upload a video and just share a blog post. So kind of make it half video, half blog. But I think that that would be frowned upon. I think it would take away from the idea that we, we want to build up uh, a video hosting, a video sharing platform on a blockchain. So uh, there you have it. We now have uh, for we content creators on DTube, we have an opportunity to post up uh, our content and get rewarded from four different blockchains, which means four different tokens. And in some cases, even more because you have uh, Steemit, you have Steam Power, and then you have your uh, SBD, Hive, you have your HBD. So, you know, it's, it's, it, but it's, you get the idea. It's a multi blockchain app. And I think that that's where the future is. The future is in, uh, in applications that allow you to communicate across multiple platforms. I, ha I also have an idea on how to get more blockchains onto D2, but I'm not going to talk about that at the moment because I am gathering information on that idea. One love the multi blockchain, multi platform community. So, I mean, if you're going to have a multi blockchain, multi platform app, then, uh, you know, why not have a multi blockchain, multi platform community? And I believe that this is what one love is trying to accomplish. One love is probably at the moment, the only, um, let's say the only, ah, uh, what word? verified or, or existing. I mean, I don't know of any other communities that exist on DTube. So 
Uh, I've, I think on more than one occasion, I think uh, Dookie has said that um, DTube has its first, DTube, the overall community is the mother community, <laughs> the mothership. These are, uh, the One Love is a sub-community, I suppose you can call it, but it is practically the only sub-community. It is the only attempt at the moment of trying to create a community atmosphere within the the DTube movement. Now, because, because of what DTube has done in creating this multi-platform approach, one love now also takes on a multi blockchain multi platform community and now that's on the one hand it's very fun on the other hand it's very challenging because if we were just to focus on dtube then it's easy to say okay well this is this is what this is how we want to deal with the economy this is how we want to deal with the social part of things this is how we want to deal with the leadership part. You know, it would be just a whole lot easier because the community can then just kind of say, OK, we know the territory. And so this is what we want to do within the territory. The territory now, however, has expanded greatly. And uh, this is also exciting because the idea of a multi-platform community because a lot of the communities when the split between steam and hive happened a lot of the communities chose sides it is very in, on in it is very rare to look into both platforms and see the same community trending or being active for the most part uh, either new communities were created for certain groups or it just simply certain communities because they were they were cloned so you had the same exact communities on both sides a lot of communities just either chose one side or chose the other side. Blurt didn't incorporate the hive mind. I don't know if they have plans on doing it in the future or I don't know why they did that. But I know that many communities uh, initially were op trying to operate on both sides and then they just kind of a lot of them just started to give up and say, OK, we, we need to choose a side. So now what we have and I think the one love community was uh, for a time very hive oriented but i think as time has progressed on and we've moved beyond we've moved further away from the split and and all of that and and we, we've put that in the past and now we have blurt coming on board i think the one love community is now looking to the idea of saying okay w we are we can be more oriented now towards a cross the board cross all platforms community and which makes it interesting because uh, each of the different platforms, well, they have different needs, uh, they have different systems, and they have so creating a community that goes across all of these platforms is quite a bit of a challenge because, well, <laughs> you're not dealing with just one territory. You're dealing with practically four different neighborhoods. And I, that's what makes it, that's what makes it very exciting. That is what makes it very exciting. It becomes a unique community because it has to take into consideration the needs of four. Let's, I like that four different territories, four different territories. Hmm. Yeah, we could play around with that. We can play around with that a lot. But I like that. So we have to get to know the different territories, the culture of the different territories. And then we have to find ways to, I mean, I'm back into the one love. Uh, those of you who may have heard uh, some of the smart cast in the past, it was, uh, I kind of left it on a bad note and then kind of some time went by and 
got invited back and was happy about that. And so now I'm looking into it a little bit more deeply, trying to understand. Um, and it's really, it's building the foundation right now. The one love community is really in the, in the stage of just starting out with building a foundation and trying to figure out what its purpose is, how it's going to handle membership, how it's going to define, uh, who are the members, what are the roles of the members, um, what are the benefits of the members. Uh, Dookie, who is uh, pioneering, he is the founder of the One Love Community. He talks about, he talks a lot about value for value. And I like that concept. He wants to set up an environment where we have a kind of value for value system. Now, by value per, per value for value, I believe he's saying the same thing as when I say the principle of reciprocity, where uh, I help you, you help me. So I really like that idea because that's very important. And then, well, the Blurtopian experiment, utopian or dystopian. Blurt was also part of the split, but it's really not talked about as much because the split wasn't um, the split between high between hive and steam was really kind of really concentrated there in, in an extreme way. And, and although Blurt was in the mix of things, um, it really kind of it really took a backseat for a long time. Um, but the interesting thing about Blurt up until now is that it has survived. Um, now it has the same stain on it as the other two blockchains, as the other two platforms, Steemit, Blurt and Hive, all three are unfortunately corrupted systems, corrupted blockchains, and they have not been fixed yet. So unfortunately, when Blurt first launched, it was looking for the favor of Hive. It really wanted to go along the, the, the track of Hive, it made a lot of significant changes. I mean, you don't have a downvote. You don't have resource credits. You have transaction fees, something that we are absolutely not used to on the other platforms. So um, you have transaction fees. The token is really inexpensive. Um, what else is there? What else is there? There's a, it's, it's a couple of things that are different. Um, they don't have the community, so the hive mind isn't there. And it has the the old structure of the platform uh, where blog is where you have everything that you share and post. It's kind of like the old Steemit, you know, it's like the old school Steemit <laughs> before a lot of the, the changes were made. It's kind of like a trip back in time. So the, the question then becomes the Blurtopian experiment. Is it utopian or is it dystopian? I mean, how do you decide? Um. Utopian because, well, I think the idea was to hopefully try to find a way to deal with a lot of the different issues that the other platforms were dealing with. And I, I think that they, um, they, they got rid of the HBD, uh, not the HBD, that would be the BBD, the, the dollar, the blockchain dollar. They got rid of that. And, and so I think there was the idea that if we strip it down, if we, it becomes more manageable and we can get rid of a lot of the abuse. But from what I've been told by, um, brother Frankenstein from the symbionts crew is he says that, uh, nevertheless, blurt has done the same thing as steam it at, and hive in that. And, and I, I'm, I suppose I can add D tube in there as well. Uh, 
a small group of people have accumulated a vast amount of tokens and they create a circle uh, amongst themselves, which allows them to dominate the reward pool. So a lot of people are getting hundreds and hundreds of tokens uh, simply because they've created these kind of alliances. Now, there's there's a lot of discussion that's been going on for a long time. A, a lot of it becomes mantra. It becomes so repetitive and, and, and mind-numbing because we don't get past the idea. I mean, we're still talking about quality content. Uh, I mean, after I don't I don't remember which I just recently did a smart cast in which I talked about the idea that we need to get beyond this quality qu- content thing. We're dealing with blockchains. Yes, we're content creators, but we are on blockchains. I mean, if it was simply and solely about being a content creator, there are plenty of other platforms that are more suitable for people who want to build up a large following. But if you're if you're into the crypto uh, rewarding system, then you're going to have to take on a completely whole different attitude. You know, I the other the other day was it yesterday? Uh, I asked within the One Love Discord what people thought about the idea of eliminating the the downvote option because obviously now this this coincides with what I'm talking about here um blurt took out the blurt took away the downvote now the downvote originally was intended to be a mechanism that allows you to participate in the participate in the valuing of a particular post or content, meaning what? Meaning that if you feel that a certain piece of content has a certain value or has value, you give it an upvote because you want it to receive rewards. If you do not believe that it is good quality, then you downvote it. Now, as I said before, this is all completely subjective. Now, not only is it subjective, but it is pointless. Take Steam it, for example. The trending page is full of South Korean users who post in the South Korean language. Now, these posts can sometimes achieve up to 500 SBD. Now, SBD at the moment is supposed to be the Steam dollar. The Steam dollar is supposed to be $1.00. But because now at the moment it is uh, it is really up in price, it can hover around seven dollars for one SBD. So I mean, I mean, I'm trying to put these numbers out here so that I can give you some serious perspective to look at. So if there's this post in the trending page because it's supposed to have value, um, its value is 500 SBD. Each SBD is worth seven dollars. You have a post that's worth $3,500. Now, you tell me what post anywhere on the planet, even by the best author, best content creator out there, I don't care if it's Joe Rogan, he posts up one video, should he get $3,500? I mean, even for him, even for him who has a $100 million contract with Spotify, even that would be exaggerated. Okay, 
So the idea is this, the downvote for what it was originally intended for never happened. Never happened, and it's never going to happen. Um, Steam it, uh, Hive, DTube, the downvote function has a completely other uh, use than what it was originally intended for, which was the deciding of whether something has something has value. It has not been used for that. I have for a long time now wished that there were, I don't know, developers, coders, I don't know who the hell would be qualified to simply do something very simple. Go onto the blockchain, all of these blockchains with the exception of Blurt because they don't have a downvote. And uh, show us some show us some statistics. How often has the downvote been used? For what reason? Because you can you can look at these things now. Uh, obviously, it's not written in the transaction for what reason this person did a downvote. But if it's a question of the quality of the content, then um, why aren't the trending posts on? steam it or on hive because it's the same situation on hive as far as i'm concerned you have a small group of people they uh, they vote each other and it's the same thing apparently that's happening on blurt <laughs> actually now that now that i'm taking a, a nice big step back all of the platforms are engaged in the same exact thing those stakeholders who accumulate the vast amount of tokens that they they decide they decide what content gets rewarded more and what content get re gets rewarded less. They do not decide on the quality. This is not a question of quality. This is a question of monetary rewards. This is a question of crypto rewards. This is not about quality. You do not have quality content. You do not decide that. Not even we decide that, not even us as a platform, because it's very easy to fool ourselves and saying, okay, I got my video is trending so i'm a excellent quality content creator no you have the votes you have plenty of votes coming in and so this is not about deciding or determining quality content this is simply purely fundamentally about rewarding who do you want to reward and who do you not want to reward so in a system where you want to decide between who you want to reward and who you do not, who you not want, who you do not want to reward. Then it boils down to this. You either like the content or the content creator and you vote them or you do not like the content or the content re creator and you go off and you find another. There is no purpose. There is no reason to downvote uh, an, an author, a content creator or content that you do not like because it is purely subjective. You understand? There is no you. It, I've talked about this in the past as well, because what you're essentially doing is not only are you punishing the author, but you're punishing the author's public. You're punishing the author's audience. If somebody with a vast amount of stake has a problem with me and they come and they uh, downvote me and they zero out all of the rewards that could have gone towards the content, the curators are zeroed out as well. Those people who wanted to support me. So it, it becomes a system that is completely aggressive in its punitive form. It has no value in deciding value. 
And it only serves to antagonize and instigate and, and, and for war, simply for fighting between people and throwing punches back and forth. So I think the downvote thing, um, I mean, look, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't really point at Blurt and say, well, look, look at the great success they've had, you know, because what you're pointing at is something that never really existed. So it's obvious that Blurt doesn't look much different from Steemit or, 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 um, or Hive. And what I mean by that is that it's the same exact system. The downvote has never done anything significant other than uh, be used as a punitive tool for emotional venting, for trying to get back at somebody because you don't like them or because you want to judge the content or, or even for other reasons. I mean, look, uh, you have, you have certain people on DTube that kind of want to do the, the mafia style pizza kind of uh, in, in Italian, we call it a pizza where, you know, uh, Mafia guys go into a local business and they kind of sit down and they talk to the manager and they kind of like, well, you know, this is a pretty dangerous neighborhood. You know that, right? <laughs> but, you know, if you would be interested in a little bit of protection, then, hey, we'll stop by once a month and um, you'll slide an envelope to us. And, well, you won't have problems within this nasty neighborhood and if you do have problems within this nasty neighborhood you can always call us uh of course you can decide not to slide the um envelope over to us and well those nasty things will probably happen to you now that's an exaggerated way of describing what goes on in dtube but essentially that is the idea People downvoting other people and then justifying the downvotes by saying, hey, well, you know, I, I can I can downvote. It's my it's my token. You know, these are my tokens. This is my stake. I can downvote whoever I want. If you don't like the downvotes, buy more tokens, buy more tokens and try to kind of, um, you know, try to try to outvote me. You know, build up your voting power. It's the same concept. It's kind of like, you know, hey, welcome to the dangerous neighborhood of DTube. You may be wondering why you're being downvoted. Well, you're being downvoted because you don't have enough DTC. If you want to stop getting downvoted or if you want to challenge my downvotes because I'm going to downvote you with 100,000 VP. Um, so you get yourself some DTC, build up your VP, and then uh, you can put 200,000 um, VP against my 100,000, you know, it's kind of like this idea that look, buy the tokens, you know, slide the envelope across the table <laughs> and the nasty things that happen within this neighborhood will stop happening to you. Now, recently, um, I, I recently, I listened to, uh, the recent news that Dookie did for DTube. And he said that he said that within the leadership circle that this issue is an issue it's being talked about it's being looked at and it is my belief that you know if you uh, i'm now i'm just going to just detube i think that if you go onto the blockchain i think that if you retrieve data that shows on one side the amount of upvotes that have been cast 
put on the other side the amount of down votes that have been cast, I think you will quickly, quickly understand that down votes are not an interesting part of the system. Only a very, very small group of people, only a very small percentage of people actually use the down vote. Now, if you think about that on, you know, okay, I'll use the word on a democratic level. If you think about that on a democratic level, let's say 95 or 97% of all DTubers have only hit the upvote button. 3% of DTube users have used the downvote. What does that tell you? It tells you that the vast majority of the people who use DTube are not interested in the downvote button. It does not serve any purpose. And any of us who have been on DTube and even the other platforms, we know full well what the downvote button is used for. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Blurtopian experiment, whether it's utopian or dystopian, I don't know. You know, I haven't been on there long enough. Um, I know it has the least expensive token. Um, it has a lot of problems with the blockchain, um, it has transaction fees. So, you know, you, you have to kind of look at the pros and cons and say, is it, is, is it a dystopian experience? I mean, is, is blurt like in these four territories when at the beginning of the show, when I said, let's look at these four territories, it's like, you know, is blurt like the Bronx <laughs> is blurt the dangerous neighborhood that you don't want to walk in. Well, obviously it can't be because you can't be punished. I mean, they can't downvote you. But at the same time, is it is is it a utopian? I mean, you can't get downvoted the resource credit. I mean, all these things that they they have taken out in order to make it a better user experience. Has it actually happened? Is it really this great place where you can kind of share what you want and feel good about what you're sharing without being punished for it? You know, you decide. Is it utopian? Is it dystopian? I still have some experience to have. I like the changes that have been made because uh, there's there are changes that I had suggested a long time ago when the steam hive split happened and, you know, questions were flying around and we were having discussions about, you know, what to change. Um, these are some of the things that I had um, suggested. I had these exact thing. I suggest that we take away the steam dollar because I don't see the point of that. I suggest that we take away the down vote. Um, I didn't say anything about resource credits because I didn't even think about that. But a lot of the things that have been done um, on on Blurt are some of the suggestions that I made. Now, transaction fees for practically everything you do, posting, voting, following. Um, I was not I was not expecting that. I was really not expecting that. I saw that there was transfer fees, but that was when I did my power down. When Hive per first went up, I powered everything down and sold those coins off. And I believe I got, I believe I got DTube coin for those. <laughs> I think I got some DTube for those. Um, but essentially, I saw that there was a transfer fee, but I thought, okay, well, it's just a transfer fee. But now that I'm in the system, I've come to discover that everything, all transactions has, have a fee. So that makes it really unique uh, compared to the other systems. Now, the thing is, Blurt token is very easy to accumulate. Um, it's very easy to purchase because it doesn't cost that much. So the transaction fees, if you build up a, even a half decent following, the transaction fees will easily be covered 
by the weekly rewards that you get coming in as a curator or a content creator. It's not really that much of a problem. I think it's interesting because I think some of the transaction fees uh, could stop a lot of the abuse. I mean, if you have to think carefully about uh, spending your, your, your tokens uh, based on your activity, then you want to think more clearly about your activity. And I've said this also in the past, that if people knew that they had to put up their tokens and that they would decide things a little bit differently. Obviously, this uh, also includes the bots, because if you're having bots that are continuously repeating actions, you have to pay for all those actions. So um, there's there's a kind of disincentive there for people to come in and abuse. I have had I have not had a good enough look at the system to be able to fully comment on it. But from what I've seen so far, this is what I feel about the system. Um Neither utopian nor dystopian at the moment, but I don't know, maybe you guys have had a different experience. What I like the most is what I mentioned at the beginning, that it is now part of the DTube experience. So I will be getting to know Blurt. I will be building up my Blurt power um, because across because across a multi-platform um, community and across a, a multi-platform app, multi-platform platform, uh, I want to build up all four and I want to see who's on all four. And if there's ways to be able to, I think it's nice when thinking about the one love community, what's really interesting is to think about the idea that, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, if we could encourage all of the members of the one love community to use all four platforms in the sense of through DTube, use DTube in order to publish on all four platforms you know, I think it makes it interesting because then, you know, maybe I don't have a lot of hive, but I may have a good amount of blurt. So, you know, when I'm I'm supporting another community member just by hitting the upvote button, maybe I don't have that much in one area, but I, I can help out in the other area. And maybe that person may have more hive than than I have. And so I get helped out in, in, in a different area. So we kind of build ourselves up across four platforms. And then we have four platforms in which we can create events. We can create content. We can uh, create a, a different user base. Maybe, you know, maybe one platform. Me having a whole lot of different smart casts, I have a lot of uh, flexibility. And I have the comfort of being able to kind of morph and shift into a different uh, into a different, I mean, uh, uh, probably more than likely I'm going to end up making a smart cast dedicated to Blurt, to my experience on Blurt and to what I think about Blurt. So um, it's an exciting time right now for DTube. And um, yeah, I'm not going to talk that much more about DTube because I have the DTube smart snaps. And so there's a whole lot of other things that I'd like to get into when it comes to DTube. But this was just a kind of a general kind of thing. Um, this is going to be. Yeah, I'm going to post this through DTube if all goes well. And then I'm going to see what happens as far as the rewarding across the different platforms. Listen, everyone, it has been great, exciting. Remember, you can listen to this on all kinds of other. If, there, if you're having a problem on DTube, there's also Anchor, Spotify, and all these other places where you can listen to this. You can, wherever you are in the, the uh, blogosphere, you can... Um, Leave a comment and it will pop up in DTube and the DTubers will see it and I will try to respond to all of the comments um, and to reward them as well. 
So thank you, as always, everyone, for the support. Thank you for listening. We will catch up very soon with another SmartCast.